1: Hi guys, welcome back to the show. It's Titus, your host, with my dad, my one of my co-hosts today. And I know we've been a little bit uh behind on it, but man, I just don't matter what I do, it's like I can't help that. I guess you just get life, you know, work, hunting, which is duck season's over now, as everybody knows. Although I do have the vet hunt tomorrow on Sunday. So pretty excited about that. <clears throat> but today, uh having you here, dad, I wanted to kind of go over We've been talking about working out and stuff, and what we've been doing. And I wanted to talk a little bit about and share with you guys what I'm, me and Thomas are doing as well, and some other stuff. Um, it's going to be pretty excited because duck season is just like that's what the focus is. And two years ago, we we didn't work out the whole duck season. We've never done that since I started <coughs> religiously, which was in 2013. When I say religiously, I mean no time off, no breaks, like solid. So that's, you know, actually I'll be going on nine nine years in June that I've been not one of the show up in January and leave a month later, you know, that kind of person that I'm talking about consistently from bodybuilding to powerlifting to all that stuff. But anyways, we did that last year. And you know what? Because I think our mindset is like when you get in the gym – if you can't be consistent in that, then you're wasting your time. But I, I think I, we come kind of to realize that's not true. Like if you can just be in there once a week, it's better than not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're doing a lot of quite a bit of physical stuff, anyways. Uh, you know, going into refuges. But I will say this: I definitely noticed a big difference in how I, um, we were when we were in the boat a lot. There's not as much physical. There, as when you're on a refuge pushing a cart slid in, all this gear you're sweating, muck in the mire. In the muck in the mire. <laughs> and we didn't do that as much this year. We were in the boat a ton. So it does take a little bit of an aspect of that out. But uh, for the most part, um, it w- it was an awesome season. And we'll recap that. I really like get Travis and Thomas in here and we'll recap that with you guys. But I just kind of wanted to talk about the physical aspect of working out, you know, like in what we're doing. Maybe there's stuff you guys are looking forward to doing. Um, I know quite a few people on here that Listen Workout or um I know there's some power lifters on here. Shout out to power lifters out here out there. That you guys always kinda speak up when we're talking about this. And actually we're having my coach, um we're not we we're not on a coaching program right now, but Josh Bryant's gonna be coming on here and he's gonna be talking a lot about the mind and stuff and the power of the mind. I'm really excited about because he has all these degrees and He's, he's got so many world record holders, and he was a world record holder himself, so stay tuned for that. He said he would come on, so anyways, well, why don't we dig in a little bit of what you got going on and stuff, because I know you've been really in it um, serious for, I don't know how long now, like three, four weeks, maybe more, that you've been like really
2: focused? Actually, no, it's more like six months. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, could. I mean, there's different levels of obviously. Well,
1: I, I guess I'm talking about like working out. Like, oh yeah,
2: yeah. No, I mean um, we're
1: always, and I say that what I mean is you've been really working out, focusing on something. Because we all, I've never stopped working out either for years. So I'm not saying that we just didn't do anything. I'm just talking about where you're like really hammering down on trying to. Uh, me and Thomas talked about this
2: yesterday. I mean, everybody's got different goals. I, and you know, so I try to, I listen and I pay attention to what, you know, others are doing, Mm. but like, I feel like I know my body well enough. Like I'm always striving to learn more. Uh, I, I like to say I'm a, a human Guinea pig. I'm always trying stuff new, uh, that some of it's good, ends up being good, because uh, I'm pretty sensitive in my body. If I feel like it, it's something good, I'll keep doing mm-hmm. it. If it's not, I basically either send it back and they refund me, or mm-hmm. I junk it. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, so first of all, I think there's a big difference. I'm personally I'm 66, yeah, okay mm-hmm. now, and you are 38. Mm-hmm. Thomas is 28. So I was talking to him yesterday because me and Logan and Brody and and Clark went you know, Bigfoot, mm-hmm. honey. <clears throat> right. We had a fun time, went up there and shot the twenty twos, and mm-hmm. it was really awesome, because when Clark and Brody were in the back, sleeping, me and, uh, me and Logan had a good opportunity. Logan's 12, and anybody, if you've been around for a while, you realize that you go through changes in life as you age, mm-hmm. and, a, and a, a boy starts turning <clears throat> into a young man, and that has to do with hormones, testosterone, Things flowing through their body and stuff like that. So anyway, at church on Wednesday, I had a testimony and and part of it was about fasting because I've really been studying that. So anyway, Logan, he he was started questioning me, mm. and we had a amazing conversation flowing from like Mariposa all the way down mm. home about it, you know. And he really wants more, and mm. it was really. It was really awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I think personally for myself, this is the way I look at it. Um, I believe in longevity. Like that's what I'm striving mm-hmm. for. Longevity, and mm-hmm. I'm not the least interested in uh, powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've never been. I've. I mean, I've hurt myself plenty of times working. You know, I used to have the trust yard lifting heavy things. I've injured my back, and what I come to realize is. Uh, the whole goal here is not to injure your body anymore. I know too many people that get my age that are crippled up from life experience and, uh, it really affects a lot of their life. It can expect It can affect them, um, you know, their family. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff that they're going to do and they become a couch potato and stuff like that. And that's not what I want to do. I'm more, I feel more ambitious now than I've, I think I probably have in years. I can't even remember probably the best shape of my life. I was 27 years old. I'd been taking martial arts for a couple of years, uh, uh, working out. And that's when I met mom and, and, uh, your mom. And, uh, anyway, in 1982. And so I don't know for me personally, I was talking to Thomas and he tells me he's really going to bulk up. He's going to be huge tomorrow. You know, he told me that yesterday and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I I think from what you told me, you were gonna start working out more again consistently because you're done with the deck hunting, but you were more into like cutting. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were planning on?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, and I'll go I'll go over it too. Yeah. But yeah, I've already I'm starting on a good track already because um, I'm actually lightest I've been in like three years right now, so I'm kind of already on the head of the game to be honest with you. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm gonna credit that to, but yeah, I'll I'll go over that too. But okay. Yeah, he. Yeah, I mean, well, I <clears throat> I think, and it doesn't even matter, but like, well, obviously we all everybody's gonna have their differences of opinions and, mm. and agreements and what's important. Like you said, you're at a different stage in your life. I get where Thomas is coming from. Like my mindset, I like I I want to look big. Like I never want to look skinny. Mm. I don't care about that. I've been skinny. I that's what I grew up. The pencil neck, all that stuff, and to me. This is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but like, and that's this has nothing to do with what you're doing. I'm just talking about in the general. There's so many more sissy, limp wristed, pasty white guys now than there ever has been, just because of a lot of things. Right? We're not even going to go into that. And I want to stay as far away from that. Now, do I think you got to be fat to do that or whatever? Which is not even what Thomas is doing at all. But no, no, of course you don't. But I was telling some other day. I could care less. This is me about a six pack. That's great and everything. But to get a six pack to consistently live every day with it, that's some serious stuff going on there. Like, yeah, when you're 16 or 14, Violet has a six pack, right? Like from like a young kid till I was 27, I had one. Okay, that that's not what I'm interested. I rather look big shoulder and you could do all of them, right? Like if I want to do that, I could, right? If I want to be that dedicated, I could do it. But, like, I still want to, I just like being, I just want to have a thicker look, you know. And if there's a little bit of fat on there, there it is what it is. But I also don't want to have, you know what I mean? There's a fine line there. Like, nobody wants to be fat. Nobody wants to be, like, embarrassingly look at your stomach in the mirror. It's like, of course. But I, if I had to pick, and you can have both, but I'm more willing to, like, try to at least have some size on shoulders and arms. And legs Tosses was laughing at me the other day because I'm just mm-hmm. like. My legs grow super fast. Like in one month, if I was hitting them hard, these pants would be two times my legs uncomfortably. I'd have to buy new jeans. I don't really care about that right now. Not to say I'm not going to work legs out, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't, go ahead. I don't mean to get off on that thing, but
2: <clears throat> like I said, the beauty of life is the fact that I can customize my life. Exactly. God gave me the ability to customize my life mm-hmm. and you got it to do yours and we all have different goals and mm-hmm. reasons why we want to achieve those goals and and honestly like I said I I I personally I personally want longevity mm-hmm. uh, again because I've seen too many people my age and above crippled up and become mm-hmm. couch potatoes and have no life mm-hmm. and And, you know, when I was driving that one one time, it just came to me. I'd rather die living than live dying, which to me is a pretty heavy thought. It is. Because, you know, recently uh, I went archery hunting in Arizona. uh, And, uh, you know, Bobby was supposed to be going with me. Mm -hmm. uh, But he called in sick. Mm -hmm. And I was leaving, I believe it was on a Monday. And he was going to be riding with me. And uh, anyway... He called me up, and said, "Man, I'm I'm like I'm not feeling good at all," mm. and I go, <laughs> "I don't want you in my vehicle. Don't mm. you know? So you ain't going with me." So he's so I said, "I'm going by myself," mm. and so I went to Arizona archery hunting, and and actually I was there I think four days uh, by myself, uh, gone back up into the mountains, and I know. That there are people that like well, that's stupid, you know, you're hurting yourself. The beauty of that place where I was out though, I actually had cell phone reception, so if something did happen, you know, I could and I and I tried to do my best. I I gave mom my like the location mm-hmm. so she could track me, and I think I did YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if something did happen or whatever, I'm not being stupid, but obviously you're being more cautious, you know. Mm-hmm. And so here I have three, you know, I have seven grandchildren. And when the opportunity arises, I want to be able to go with them, Mm -hmm. keep up with them, not be a drag on them. Mm -hmm. And I know that takes health. And I know I could go through every part of my body and tell you every injury from the time I was, because I played sports, Mm -hmm. you know, first of all, with my older brothers and cousins and, and. Just that whole thing of, of different injuries, you know, from my ankle to, to my knee to my back. I could go through every one of them. So what I realized is there's a weak link in your body. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, it's just not, it's not worth keep injure, re-injuring my body. And honestly, I, I'm being so truthful right now about this. I literally feel so amazing so good so alive so passionate so driven driven at Mm -hmm. 66 like i can't even tell you the last time i mean i probably was i don't know i'm i i say i was in my 20s 30s that i felt this driven and motivated and uh you know inspired and um healthy and strong and like brother hilton always says you know your life could be on a banana peel Mm. you know what i mean you never know your point in time Mm -mm. but (laughs) i'd rather die living than live dying and there are people you know them i know them that have uh become armchair (laughs) quarterbacks Mm. and uh in my opinion at a relatively longing age because when you're in your Mm 60s 70s don't sound that old (laughs) no And in a lot of cases, it was, in most cases, it was poor eating habits, uh, drinking the wrong things, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking, you know, hey, for whatever it's worth, sodas, okay? Mm -hmm. That are high sugar content, Brother Sosa lost like, I believe it was 40 or 50 pounds. That time I went with him, I love him, and I kind of put the... Guilt complex on it about the sodas because literally he was drinking a Pepsi all of our trip through Mexico, mm-hmm. and he lost thirty or forty pounds. He said, "All I did, brother, quit, was, drinking quit drinking sodas. Quit drinking sodas. That's all he did."
1: And so, that's a lot. Sure, not going into your body. So, what are you doing? I want to know what you're doing. Okay, okay as for let's start with this first. Let's start with what are you doing uh, physically. Right now, we'll go into the other stuff in a minute. But like, um, like, are you doing weights? Or are you just doing cardio? Are you doing like, uh, you know, isometrics? Are you doing what? Are, what are you doing right now for all that of part the of it? Above,
2: all of the above. Okay, so my opinion, for whatever it's worth, is the fact that you know your body obviously that's why you're switching things up as you're working out through the week, right? But your body gets adjusted if you keep mm-hmm. doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over, right? So I'm mm, because of the injury to my tendon back many years ago, um, I would love to be running. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I would like to do the hit where you're mm-hmm. you're sprinting, yeah, and then you're walking, like the 60, then you're 30s. sprinting. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing that, because I know the potential for injury in that mm-hmm. ankle. Uh, I do it on my bike, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, it's still I, hit. It's you can still do that hitting. with anything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm riding my bike okay. on the bike path. I'm oh, going, so you're
1: I'm not a stationary no, bike. No, no, no. Okay. I'm
2: on, I'm on the bike path. Okay. And, and how, so, how many days I, a
1: week are you doing that? Uh,
2: gen, what I do is like usually, um, uh, walk, the bike path, and then uh, I do things. I try to mix it up all the time. I, I added a, a jump rope i do i just have i don't have a setup like you mm-hmm, obviously because mm-hmm. I'm not interested in that but i have uh you can actually work a lot of body parts with dumbbells mm-hmm. and so i do i do a lot i do a lot of sit ups i'm doing all kinds of you know i do stretch and exercises big time uh i do i do i'm just telling you i i i believe it's hundred percent the reason I feel like I feel it's because of fasting mm. uh I really believe that i've done when I did the 40-day fast, it's actually in 2015 that I did that. Mm-hmm. This morning, the reason I was a little bit late is because I was reading a journal that I had during that time. Amazing. Spiritually and physically, mm-hmm. what it can do for you. How if you give your body a rest, it's mm-hmm. a major thing. There's actually okay. a guy named uh, Dave Asprey. Uh, he's the CEO of uh, the Bulletproof uh, plan, you know, coffee and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, he says some pretty interesting stuff on there. But how I all started that was a book I was totally inspired by because it was a book like out of the 1940s. And uh, I didn't even realize the health part of it at that time. Mm. And I've done health seminars. I was what they call Nutrametrics Consultant. I've worked with doctors on natural forms of product, teaching them systems, showing them supplements, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it's all about longevity, saving my joints, saving my ligament. You know? And so what I'm doing is I'm actually, my first thing was I was all about inspired to cut weight. Mm-hmm. To me, I want a six pack. Mm-hmm. I want a six pack. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at 66, having a six pack and being lean, I'm not talking skinny, I'm slim, but I still probably have one pound to lose maybe mm-hmm. and that I want to lose, but I'm also at the same time mm-hmm. uh, it's not like I'm starving myself, okay? Mm. I'm just eating really clean. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm not. I'm definitely not a hundred percent. I won't say that, but I bet you I'm close to ninety percent. Mm. And the beautiful thing is, I'm 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 constantly researching, and I have come on something. I feel like I'm super excited. I've been doing it for like five days, and I'm super excited about it. That I just told you mm. about, that L. BABA. If you get a chance, check out L. How you spell that? L. Space B A I B A. Okay, there's a. It's it's something. Uh, check out MitoBurn because they actually patented <clears throat> uh, their product, and it's in a in a supplement I'm taking right now. But what happens is, from what I what I've read, it actually. Um, El is released in your body when you exercise. Well, this particular product actually has a patented form that's very absorbable that when you take it, it's as if you're exercising. Mm. The same release, it works in your body throughout the day. All I know is... uh, (laughs) I'm five days into it, okay? I don't want to jump on it, you know, too much, but I feel, you know, like it's doing something.
1: Is it supposed to, is it meant to give you energy or is it just... It's not about the energy. What what is it for? It's
2: it's actually, from what I understand, it's uh, as when you're exercising, you know, okay, muscle dictates your metabolism, right? Mm. So we all know that if you look at the comparison between a pound of fat and a pound of muscle... Mm -hmm. Muscle's a whole lot smor- uh, smaller; it's more condensed. Same mm-hmm. one pound, but it's just a big difference, right? But this El Beba, from what I understand, it simulates exercise, so all the good things from exercise is actually happening. This supplement is releasing your body. So one mean, of those actually- is burning. One of those is burning fat, because in my mm-hmm. opinion, okay, there's good fat and bad fat. Mm-hmm. Okay, but good fat. Let's say an avocado is good fat. OK, you know, bad fat is taking, you know, oils like, you know, different vegetable oils mm-hmm. and uh, that kind of stuff. And uh, and so what I'm saying is this particular thing is about simulating exercise in your body to stimulate your body to
1: burn fat. Mm-hmm. And so, so how many days a week are you working out?
2: I, and I say working I honestly, out meaning. I, honestly, what I'm doing is mixing it up. When you when you talk about working out, it's generally two to three days at the most okay. with dumbbells.
1: Well, I get, I don't really. I, I say that because I don't lack of a better word. Maybe training to me training like is, is going on a walk. Uh, it's seven like days. Anything that you're doing. For, yeah. So like it's seven days. Walk us through a, ra- a random week. Because I'm trying to get uh, through that part of it and oh, then go okay. into the other stuff. Okay. Um Okay, so on Monday, just say, I, I, it don't have to be. I know it's not regimented. You do whatever, but like just walk through a week.
2: Number one is I am so about mixing it up. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. always mixing it up. So but, Monday, like say Monday. Let's just say it's Monday though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, uh, let's just say it's Monday. I, uh, I'm just going to go on the bike ride and mm-hmm. do the hit mm-hmm. on the uh, bike path. On that mm-hmm. bike path, there's some kids' gym equipment. Mm-hmm. Okay so there's also benches so I'm as I'm going along I'll 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 ride fast I'll go slow when I come to the certain benches on that bike path I stop and I do tricep dips mm-hmm. then when I'm done with that a lot of times I'm doing dips with my legs and then from there I'm I'm going to this other area that has this kids equipment mm-hmm. and so I'm doing pull-ups there And they also have another thing where you can do dips with your Mm arm, you know, and and that kind of thing. And then I'm going and doing the same thing. And I ride, I turn around and come back to the same thing. Then I go home and I'm doing sit-ups, I'm doing push-ups, and I'm doing uh, dumbbells. Okay. The next day, instead of riding the bike, I'm just riding that bike path Mm -hmm. like you kind know, of just at of pace. I'm it's, walking it, like yeah, <clears throat> yeah fast. I ain't <clears throat> just like there for pleasure. It is fun. I like it, <clears throat> but I'm doing I'm doing the same thing now. I'm gonna try to mix it up a little bit. There's a place, a few different places that I stop and I do exercise at a different angle with the push up and stuff like that. <clears throat> but um, I, you know, so that that is pretty much the whole thing, yeah. almost over and over. But there's different things all the time right. that, that I'm actually doing during mm-hmm. that time. I actually was talking to Logan yesterday because I used to take martial arts. Because me and Thomas, you know, he's playing... He, I guess he's playing ball, softball or something for mm. a league. I'm seriously thinking about start taking that again. I'm not 100% take sure. Take what again? Uh, martial arts, karate. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm seriously thinking because just... It's just all around really good. Mm-hmm. Without, you know, the last time I was doing it here in Merced, I had a guy that I w- was r- really a good gym, but um, I did something. I j- I kind of jacked up my lower back where I got mm. the weak link, and but I I really feel like I want to do it again mm-hmm. because it's just it's just I like it mm-hmm. a lot, <laughs> and so anyway, mm. but but the fasting parts <clears throat> I would say a big part of it. And like I said, to me, it's important. I'm I'm cutting I'm cutting weight. I don't. Okay, work. how
1: much are you? Is it a 24 hour deal, and like multiple times a week? Is it one day a week? Like how are you are just random? Again, I mix it up. I mean,
2: some days it's 24 hours, mm-hmm. and so the 24 hours is from like the last time I eat. Say it's it's three o'clock uh, p.m. in the evening. A 24 hour mm. to me would be a three o'clock mm-hmm. the next. Uh, day. That's a 24-hour. And uh, two to three day, you know, it's kind of interesting because there's a hormone called ghrelin, and that's actually the hunger hormone. So I know there's, you know, Dave Asprey talks about, uh, you know, he was super obese, and uh, he talks about all the challenges that he went through. And uh, he did his book, man. It's a pretty heavy book, but what he went through. To actually, he calls himself a biohack. He was really into computers, Mm. and he learned how to hack his body Mm. so that he could actually start losing weight. Then Mm. he created the whole uh, bulletproof coffee. But anyway, I bought his book, um, fastest way. It's not what I would call any kind of a spiritual book, but Mm. it's anyway. So, so there's just I. It's kind of like when I feel led, like Mm -hmm. right now. I I'm, I think I'm going to do a three-day thing, mm-hmm. a three-day fast. Uh, I actually started yesterday, and, and I'm pretty convinced that I'm going to do it. But there, it's more of a—it's a physical thing, but it's a spiritual thing, right. too. <clears throat> I was sent a text by a friend that uh, the Satanists are meeting in Scottsdale, Arizona, the 11th through the 13th, and uh, so they're going to be doing some stuff there. And so I thought, you know what? I'm doing my part. I'm going to go—I'm I'm, I'm going to be— Fasting, praying over that, you know, Mm-mm. against that mm-hmm. because it's not a good thing right? at all. And so that's, you know, some of those things are personal and stuff like that. So I don't, I'm not going to sit there and go on it a whole lot, but, mm. but if you just stop and think about this, it's so common sense, man, it's, it's a spiritual thing, but it's a, it's a physical thing because surfeiting is overindulgent and mm-hmm. so what that does when you're constantly eating and most p- people don't have a good eating habits so when you're constantly eating, your body never has a time to rest. Mm-hmm. And you know the cells become overcharged and in the cells is what's called the mitochondria. it's kind of like the spark plug of the cell and and overindulgence is constantly keeping your body loaded. Mm-hmm. And your, you know, your small intestine is actually the absorption site. And as you age, what happens is the hydrochloric acid that's in your stomach, actually, which breaks it down. When you're young, you got heavy duty uh, stomach, right? Enzymes and stomach. It and... des- feels like you could eat anything yeah. and it just breaks well, it up. Well, you do. Yeah, you know. But what happens is it actually, your, you know, your food is broken down. It goes into a solution called chyme. It goes through what's called the pyloric valve into your small intestine. Mm-hmm. Your small intestine is an absorption site. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the small intestine has what they call a and microvilli. It's around 21 foot. Uh, it's about an inch and a half uh, in circumference. And they actually say that uh, if you stretched it out, it would be the size of a a singles tennis court, Hmm.
1: which is pretty crazy. It it is crazy.
2: Yeah, it is crazy. But anyway, that's where where the absorption is. And so Mm -hmm. when you're eating things, let's just say bread, Mm -hmm. okay, and things like that, pastries and stuff like that, it's really hindering the absorption of any nutritional thing that might be there, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then after it goes through the small intestine, I've actually seen like – Actual real movies, you know, from uh, the company I'm with. Mm. And it actually goes through and shows the inside of the stomach, how it works, the small intestine. Uh, and then the large intestine is about five feet long and it can actually stretch out to like <coughs> five inches in circumference. Mm. But it also can uh, get impacted. It's like the sewage part of your body, mm-hmm. it could, it's putrefied. And, uh, obviously you want to have two to three eliminations a day. Yeah. And most people, I know people that didn't have eliminations for seven days. Dude, their, their body you, is so. When you ta- say elimination,
1: you're talking about going to the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like taking a dump. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> taking a dump. Yeah. So anyway, that's really important. And, uh, yeah. So blockage is not a good thing, but, um, uh, dude, when I, when I did that 40 day fast and I did the, the animas that go along with it. I I wasn't that heavy, overweight. I went from 196 to 149. And uh, so that's over, in 40 days, that's over a pound, a, a little over a pound a day. But I went through some major changes. But those enemas that I did, I I a long, long time ago, I used to be a plumber. And when I was doing those enemas, I didn't use the little enema you get at a store. I bought one. I could see they're not going to work. Well, what I read about is the water bottles, you know, the gallon water bottles, and then putting uh, some lemon in it. And I did that, and dude, I it was unreal, unbelievable. It literally is. I don't know if I should even say yeah, that. It's fine.
1: <laughs> People can skip it. Again,
2: like I've been a, pl- <clears throat> I was a plumber, and I did mostly new construction for the company I worked for. So we never dealt with, you know, really. Bad sewage. Mm-hmm. But like I'm pretty consistent, like two days two times a day at least, mm-hmm. sometimes three times. Okay. But what happened is when I did that enema, it it literally smelt like the sickest, most putrid thing you could ever smell. Mm-hmm. Like like sewage that had just been built up for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And coal black, coal black. Mm. Uh, during that time, I hacked out stuff out of my lungs, black. Really? Like, like the stuff that <laughs> mucus, loogies that but come black. out. But black? Huh? Literally black. Little black. I showed mom. I did it in a. In I've never. Yeah. It was terrible. I actually <clears> took a picture. It's bad. And wow. so,
1: honestly, I don't know what I possibly was. I... And that was from that was from like okay for your. I see the intimate. That's a whole nother thing. But coming out of your lungs like that, that was just from fasting. It was just coming up, huh? Did you get? I mean, obviously you're probably physically. Oh yeah, not it, very well. you have, dude. You go through so many different things. Psy- probably psychologically too. I'm sure. Oh it,
2: well, when I, I mean, because
1: obviously you're not even hungry no more. I'm sure, but well, at n- some point, normally
2: about three days, uh, that kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes more of a, uh, a habit where you're so think about it. Most people, what have you ever been told? Oh, morning, noon, mm-hmm. and night. <clears throat> if you go back historically from everything I read, that's so far from the truth. What should really be: we as gatherers and hunters, you didn't eat every day. No, you
1: didn't eat morning, noon, and night. That's all. Well, Saint, not trying to cut you off, but I just well, I'm going to send it to you. It. it What it was is there's this African tribe member and a baboon on his back. Mm -hmm. And this thumbnail, I watched him. I don't know. Obviously, that drew me to it because I was like, what in the world? Because, you know, he has it over his shoulder and the baboon's face is like right here. It's dead, obviously. And in some African tribe that there's only 1,500 of their tribe left. And that's, I mean, that's what they eat. They're Mm hunter-gatherers. And they'll go, well, we don't eat today. They hunted and they skunk struck out. They, they don't to the next day and it's like, what do you think they look like physically? <laughs> they are lean and mean, they, and they run to that that bear. I mean, they're just yeah animals. Which, and I don't mean that with pun or anything. I'm saying like they're beasts, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they they're hunting and they're they're hunting these and they hunt these baboons and um and they're I mean they are have to straight up using every sense that God gave us to to be smarter than these because those things are so smart and they're using bows. Like, recurve homemade, recurve with poison on the end. Mm-hmm. It's it's an incredible. I mean, you hear and see and read about it, but this guy had channel, and they, like, kind of let him in and be with him on that stuff. And it's just like, man, we're such – I was talking to Thomas. I was like, we're such a lazy <laughs> – I mean, when I say that, I mean, like, there is lazy people. I know we work and all that stuff, and I'm not saying we're lazy. But I guess we're – we've almost become weak technically, right, because of – The process of, um, what would you call that? Um, Not growth, but the process of getting smarter and doing things in a certain way. But the problem most of that's all processing, right? Like how you process the chicken, how you process the beef, all that stuff. And it's just like, man, I mean, we would adapt because we're here. God made us that and put that in us. You know, like what happens when you go in the mountains and stuff, your senses become heightened. You see better, you hear better, you smell better,
2: you know. That that's so funny because honestly, um, when I was going through that, ask mom, I was I, was, I was shooting and killing everything.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember, it, I remember when you were. It was like a lot of I mean, dying. we had. I lived
2: on. We lived on ten acres, and I had rabbits and I had doves. and literally, your sense, <clears throat> like you said, is so heightened when you go out into the woods. Mm-hmm. But that particular stretch of time, I never ate them. I put them all in the freezer. For later, but it wasn't because I was even hungry anymore. I mean, I went with mom the, uh, several times to the restaurant while she ate, but I never did. And honestly, I was never even attempted about it mm. because I felt the. If you heard the whole process, what led up to my decision to do that, you would probably you'd probably understand it. But my point is, um, I actually when I uh, went hunting in Arizona too. I decided I'm going to be fasting too, mm. uh, and the reason it, dude, you get your your senses get mm-hmm. way heightened. When I was when I started breaking that fast, the first thing I put because it's very, very, very important on any kind of extended fast to break it properly. Mm. You want to hear something spiritual? This 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 really hit me. So so when Jesus fasted 40 days, he didn't do any miracles that's recorded that I can find mm-hmm. until he did his 40-day fast. Then when he did the 40-day fast, who came to him at his weakest point and tempted him? Mm-hmm. The devil. Mm-hmm. What was one of the first things, if not the first thing he said? Turn those stones, if you be the Christ, mm-hmm. turn those stones into bread. Mm-hmm. And what did Jesus say? He says, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, there was, I, I believe there was a deeper level than just doing that particular scripture, because here's the deal. He was human, but yet he was God. Mm-hmm. So the devil, I believe, also knew just like Jesus knew that um, if he would have turned that stone into bread, which he could have did, I believe, and he would have ate it, chances are it would have killed him. Mm. Because if you come out of a fast wrong, you can have major problems. Mm. Major, major problem. A two-day, a three-day, you know, but the more it gets extended, I mean, think about it, your stomach is basically renewed. It's changed. Mm-hmm. Right. You cannot eat heavy food at all. <laughs> when I did that, when I did that forty day fast, the forty first day, I actually took, you know, an orange, squeezed the orange, and was going to sip on it. Dude, that was my senses. My taste buds were so literally sensitive. I couldn't even drink it. It's never happened in my life before. Mm. I would sip it, and I, I told mom, like, whoa, I can't believe how strong this stuff is. I watered it down to probably at least half, and it tasted like normal orange juice. Mm. And I've squeezed orange juice. I've done raw stuff. You know, I do that stuff all the time.
1: I'm pretty— Your I, body I, just acclimates. Dude, it's— it's. Think about when you it's get— It's enhanced. Like, about, you can't even believe it. Because I know in your life, you drink sodas and all that stuff, and you would go—like, I— Maybe you'd go like, I don't know how long, not drinking it. And then you drink it and you'd be like, this is disgusting. I've seen lots of people do like, why mm-hmm. do you Why do you even want to drink this? Yeah, It's it's like you're, and then what, but what happens when you're drinking a lot, it's it's not even that good anymore to you, right? Mm-hmm. Think about the power of a, like addiction, really. I mean, oh, I it's know. like it, you, you're almost drinking it. I've went through stages in <laughs> my life where I've drank so much soda, you know, it's like, this doesn't even taste good anymore. Why am I even drinking this? And yeah. you're like drinking it, you're addicted. Yeah. It's just you're just it's a habit, just like mm-hmm. you're saying eating food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. If you go back to those roots, that's not how it was ever designed. Guess what else? Pharmaceuticals haven't always been
2: around. Okay, right. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. Because honestly, women used to have babies <coughs> natural. Mm. When I was born, Grams had me. She was out. <laughs> out. Out, as in sleeping out.
1: She just passed out the No, no. Pharmace- oh, really? Yeah, they
2: gave him pharmaceuticals, and she did not, you know, her mom, they had them all natural. She had like 12 kids, had them all natural, but about that time, and I don't know when exactly it was. I was born in 55, so I'd have to look back. I don't know exactly, but that's when pharmaceuticals started, you know, mm. coming. <clears throat> and so she she used, the doctors gave her something and put her out, and that was kind of the deal of the day, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of you scary. Know, but we had you, you know, mom had you natural, no drugs, and you know, kind of in a bedroom setting and that that's how we did all three of them. Mm. Uh, not Lamaze,
1: but Oh, was not at the hospital? Huh? It wasn't at the hospital.
2: Yeah, well, you were a 24 or 28-hour <laughs> labor delivery. Labor, yeah. But she never took any drugs mm-hmm. at all uh, to do that. And so, yeah, that was kind of hard, but Actually, Trin was the second one, and that is like, bam, the second one was like yeah. that. And then Thomas was a little, it was short, but a little stronger, but she didn't do any drugs at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but anyway, so I, as we all know, pharmaceuticals, I, they you know—they do have a purpose, I suppose, but very temporarily, and yeah. they have a side effect, so.
1: Yeah, well, going, going into a little bit about what I'm doing, um, there's this, and I don't know if some of you may have heard of him or not, he's... He doesn't write in this book what um, his degrees are and all this stuff. But, man, he's so interesting to read. His name is Justin Harris. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce what he calls his own business. It's troponin troponin nutrition. Maybe that's how you say it. T-R-O-P-O-N-I-N. Troponin nutrition. But, anyways, he's about eating super – I mean, Thomas is actually – I mean, really, he's eating very clean now. He's eating a lot of amounts, but he's doing it for a purpose. But this program that we're doing, the focus of it, it, says the focus of this program is purely on increasing muscular size. So it's not about strength. This isn't a strength deal. <clears throat> um, it says there is a strong sub-focus on increasing the strength of the work to muscle, but only in the manner that increase in contractile strength leads to an increase in muscle size. So it's just the whole thing's focused on size. But man, when you read his writing, he's so like deep. But he's understandable, whereas when you read some people, like, say, doctors or whatever, I don't know if he has his doctorates or not, but he just, it, you can totally, any Joe Blow like me can read and understand it, and it just makes so much sense. But he talks about sarcoplasmic growth or blood volume training, so just putting the blood in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about, it's not about, like, max now, and we've done that plenty of times, but right now, for the next several months, we're just about size, tightness, uh, muscle size, tightness. Um, what's the word Thomas says? I always have to ask him what it is, but like say in your everyday life, like, like me doing a bench press, it doesn't carry over in strength in the real world. Like, right. Like for me, I mean, it, I guess it could to a sense if you've something fell on you and you had to push up, but what is that called dad? When you're, um, like, um, trying to think, like, say if you're carrying, um, something heavy on both arms and you're walking it, that's more like something that would carry over to your job. It could build up those muscles and help you, you know, strengthen your back and strengthen your your traps and your shoulders. Your core. Well, it, there's a style of it. it's called. Um, it's not a style. It's just the training. That kind of training carries into your everyday life. It's not hit. I know. Which no, one, you know what I'm talking I about. I know it's, which one you're talking about. There's a name about. of it. Mm-hmm. It's not even a, a style of workout. What it, it's a word that represents a particular workout well it represents that this is something that carries over into just everyday life like bending over picking something up when you train like this it helps you from getting injured that way because that's how you're training for that everyday type of thing but anyways this kind of has a little bit a mixture of that but for me what i'm doing me and thomas are doing right now it's and this is really interesting and i man i read this in like 30 minutes i've read it twice more already in the last couple days But it's a mix of doing PR sets, meaning it's not really about – it's not about the weight. It's about being your last week, right? Like so if you did, you know, 50-pound dumbbells I'm just throwing out there and you did them 15 reps, you know, you want to get 16 next week or whatever. It's Mm. kind of like that. Oh, yeah, totally. So he mixes that. Or if you were doing like a like the back for thirty seconds and you're just gassed, next week you need to do thirty one seconds or four. It's all about that. Totally, that's exactly what <laughs> kind I of what I do. you're doing I'm, right. I as an
2: as a as an older person mm-hmm. chronologically, I'm always like wanting to increase. Beat your yeah 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 yeah. It's not like about that. beating somebody, but up. not to the point where I'm like hurting yourself. I, well, like Darian told me, like Thomas was basically dry heaving. <laughs> yeah. because of what he was doing with no. the bags or whatever. I'm not into that, okay? Uh, I don't want to do that. Oh, you I mean, don't want to
1: smoke? You're not trying to smoke yourself that uh, bad, you? No, I don't. No, uh-uh, mm. not at all. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a mixture of PR sets, which he calls myofibular uh, fibular sets. So the primary focus is in these is hitting a PR without changing form. So you're not getting sloppy in this. Just to say you did that. You got to stay strict in your form which that's what causes injuries if you're not careful so you so the point is stay strict in form you want to uh, your rest time needs to be the same every time you can't take a 2 minute break you can't do something and do 1 minute breaks and then next week you do 2 minute breaks you're going to beat your record if you do that you got to stay really time oriented 30 second rest 1 minute rest 2 minute rest and then he goes into hypertrophy sets or sarcoplasmic sets where now it's just about getting the blood in there, getting the blood in there, the blood in your bicep, the blood in your uh, side delt or your front delt or your rear delt. <clears throat> and this is the training program. We, we did one similar similar to this years ago. Is he the same one that you had when you were bulking up and stuff? No. This is uh, a different one, mm, yeah. Thomas, you we never used his workouts. This is the guy that did does or has done Thomas's nutrition plan, mm. but he's not even using it right now. It's really expensive. He and uh, I think he likes you to do blood tests and stuff like that. Just to you're wanting to, it's like you're getting a well-oiled machine, right? We've talked about like blood tests. It's like, man, if I could afford that, I would do that every three months because I'm looking. I want to look at my D3s and I want to look at my all my vitamins and the minerals in my body. And if I'm lacking in that, I want to bring those to where they need to be obviously the fruit first, that would be your, your greens, your leafy greens, the good stuff. And then if you guys supplement it with, you know, uh, pills or whatever, like, you know, D3 or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, it's just like Sarah did that. That was, I was so, I paid for that. It was very pricey, but I got her to do a whole gamut. I don't know if you remember that. And she went to that, that doc, that, um, what would you call her? She's actually a nurse practitioner, but she is in wellness for women, and and it was unbelievable. So we still have Sarah's test results, and it's like this is why you feel like you feel, you know. And she can't help it; she doesn't know. Like she's a major runner, and it's breaking her heart because she hasn't ran like she used to. The thing was, it was kill; it was really destroying her because she was doing too much. Well, let me take that back. She wasn't doing too much. It was the fact she wasn't replacing that with nutrients, and she doesn't eat bad. Like Sarah's very pretty you know, she's in very good shape. She's 42. She just turned 42. No, no, she turned 41. Yeah. She just turned 41. I just turned 38. (laughs) I have to think about it. She's 80. Yeah. No, she is 42 because she's born in 80. So she's in very good shape. Um, and, uh, that kind of, that just really bummed her out. But what it was, she was not replacing that, you know, and when you run I can't even remember. She'll probably be like, "I was running way more than that, but let's just say, I don't remember if it was fifty to sixty miles a week or whatever. Set maybe seventy. It was a lot. Like it was a ton. She would track it. And I'm like, babe, that's awesome, and that's good, and and no knee pain. Like she feel very good. She she's very athletic too, and <clears throat> and it was on the treadmill, so it wasn't as jarring like as it running outside. But then she started moving outside and started doing some um, half marathons and stuff like that, which she was doing really good. But what started happening is is like, and she wouldn't mind me saying this, but like her, her hair like started kind of thinning. She, she was saying this. I didn't really notice as much, but she was saying those things. I said, because your body is getting totally robbed right now of any nutrients. You're not putting anything in it. Well, when we went to that doctor, I took her to that because it was, it was more than just, it was just a lot of things and, you know, whatever that women go through. It's like I took her there, and you read her test results. She was functioning like 25% of every vitamin and mineral and nutrients. Like, how are you even functioning, you know? Not sleeping good at night, but being exhausted all the time. It's like, how's that? I mean, think about all these things, and if you can get all those things, all those numbers, I got off on a tangent, but if you can get all those numbers to where God designed them to be, I mean, you feel like a freak, really, you know, and I know what you're doing with fasting is a huge factor and all that's like, it's t- so biblical, you know, but what I'm saying is I've already, we started this and we had never stopped this duck season. We didn't stop working out. And it, even if it was only once or twice a week, we still got in there and I've been staying on cardio. Really, I've been staying on jump rope, back, stuff like that, punching bag. And uh, we started this. And man, Thomas called me this morning because he went to the gym since because we have our home gym, which is all you ever need there. I mean, yeah. like you said, yeah. dumbbells—you can do a thousand workouts. Literally, you do not. In fact, you don't even need dumbbells. I mean, you can oh, do isometrics.
2: Yeah, is, is some, you know what's funny about I taught to, I told I think I told you about that. I told Thomas for sure. But when I okay, so I'm 66 and I have a brother. He's either 76 or 77. Mm-hmm. My oldest brother. But uh, I grew up in Oregon, and it's funny because, you know, anybody that's been a, a, around a little while, they've heard the name Charles Atlas. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a little kid, and I always looked up to my older brother, right? And uh, anyway, he got a mail order uh, envelope from Charles Atlas mm-hmm. because at in the day, you know, Charles Atlas, if you look at him, he's his whole thing was he was promoting isometrics, mm-hmm. And that guy had a great build, you know. Mm-hmm. So I remember being a little kid and and when, he, you know, he showed me and showed me Charles Atlas and how, uh, you know, he's different exercises mm-hmm. with isometrics. And so that goes like way back. I forgot all about that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing I, f- I forgot to tell you that I, I'm they doing also is I'm different doing different forms of isometrics, like when I'm driving even. Mm. What's beautiful about that, you can do stuff like that when you're driving. Right. If you drive like I'm, you know, <laughs> I drive a truck, say, four mm. days out of a month, I'm doing it, I'm as I'm driving, because sometimes I get a little sleepy or whatever, you know, but I'm doing that constantly. Mm. You know, like ab crunches, like as I'm sitting there and, and handlebars squeezing and I'm over my head pulling you know, like mm. as hard as you can on objects and stuff and pushing. Mm. And I, that's what I'm doing also. Isometric too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isometric.
1: And we've done so much of that. It's funny because when you said that, where if we had heard about it, it's like we have done so much of that with Josh Bryant in certain parts of workouts. It's like, it's, it can, it'll get you. Like there. you will like, burn. Oh, oh man. If you you'll do burn. it right and use time length and all that stuff. Yeah. You'll be hurting. But just to kind of give a, An idea of what we're doing and it sounds like a lot but it makes so much sense because so like i'll go through it real quick for you guys listening and we'll probably wrap this up here in a little bit but day one is push one i'm gonna say it real quick what the whole split okay it's a training split day one is push one day two is legs one day three is off day four is pull one day five is push two Day six is off, day seven is legs, day eight is pull two, day nine and ten. Day nine is off, and if you need it, you can have two days off there, and then you start that over. So you're always going to be working out on different days. You're not going to be national, chest day is Monday. Everybody knows, oh, you go to the gym on a Monday, you're going to be fighting for benches because that's just what everybody does. But this is always rotating through. But what I like about this is because... I remember working out so hard for the first couple of years, didn't know what I was doing, trying to follow, follow other people, find different things. And like you said, you start learning your own body. I know what works for my body. I know what doesn't work. I know what workouts I won't do because it may hurt my whatever, hurt something, my shoulder or whatever. But then I know the ones that just really cause growth. <clears throat> and um, But what he does here that is makes so much sense, I'm like, how can... You basically got to be on roids to hit the same body part twice a week, right? Like, your body doesn't heal that. It's not meant to heal that fast. Well, I shouldn't say it's not meant to. It's how you do it. Well, what he does on day one, which is push one, because there's two pushes a week. There's two. uh, When I say a week, actually, it's a 10-day window. So there's two pushes, push days. There's two pull days, and there's two leg days. But what he does is on push one, it's chest and side delt, and the focus is hypertrophy. So putting blood in there, it's not about heavy weight, It's not none of that. This and the whole thing, isn't anyways. And then the other part of that workout is front delt, triceps, PR focus. Well, four days later, he does push two, but now it's delt and triceps hypertrophy and chest PR focus. So, and he goes in detail. And I'm, I can read it. I I may if people enough people are interested, I might do a podcast and read through this and let you guys listen to it if you're interested.
2: Curiosity. But, how old is he?
1: He is, and I think he's late forties now. Yeah, <clears throat> big guy. Um, but he, you know, he he's really regimented. He's actually like six pack. He's a big dude, but <clears throat> he's so about natural stuff. But anyways, it's really, anyways, that's what he does. And that's how you're getting away with that. And then you're filling your body. If you're like, oh, I'm still a little bit sore right here. You don't do that that day. You know, you're always filling everything out. And <clears throat> it's funny because when you get back in the gym, really serious, and I just say gym, and home gym, whatever you want, or whatever, training, I should say training. training. When you get back into training serious, there's a huge difference when you go in there and train with the right mindset versus I'm just in here to be in here. And that's really how we are in duck season, right? We're just trying to stay faithful, but there's no pushing. We're not even pushing ourselves, and and that's why it's hard for me to be in there because I'm that kind of person. I want to push myself and do the best I can do in anything I do, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I'd also rather be in there than not being there, you know. Um, but right now we've just been pushing ourselves, and I mean pushing. I'm not talking about like oh, I'm lifting so much weight. I'm talking about getting that burn where you're just like, oh my goodness, it feels like it just feels like your your chest is gonna explode. You know, you got so much blood in there, and that uh, what's that called when that burns? Uh, it's there's a term for the lactic acid that all builds oh, yeah, up in there. You know, acid. you're building up there. But man, I feel so good right now, and we're we've been working out, so I'm not cold turkey, but the soreness is good, I mean, I love that when you get sore, because you don't get that all the time, right, once you kind of build up the acclimation, but um, just the pump that you're getting, and then two days later, it's weird how you're waking up, I've, this, I've known this for years, just from experience, but, like, your muscles are so full, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, man, I feel good, I'm drinking so much water, and that is like God's natural I've heard people say this and I'm not even saying this is what's compared to but it's like God's natural steroid almost. People don't realize how important water is and I and I will I will stand on the rooftop saying how bad I am and have been. I've went through phases where I do really good of drinking water. But when you're not drinking water like you should and then you do it for a couple it starts getting back into that for a couple of weeks it's unbelievable what just water does. Your body's somewhere in the neighborhood of seventy
2: plus percent yeah. water, and most people are dehydrated, and and that shows up.
1: Even people weeks. that drink water think they're okay. They ain't drinking. I guarantee. And honestly,
2: enough. you look at some of the uh, UFC fighters; mm-hmm. they're not guzzling water. Mm-mm. They're not guzzling water at all. They're swallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are fasting, actually, if if you you know the the hunger pangs are usually only you know thirty minutes mm-hmm. for most people. Thirty minutes, and after the third or fourth day, it's going to be gone most of the time. Now it's just a matter of uh habit, right? Like mm-hmm. I say, but um, why would I even say that?
1: <laughs> I forgot. I don't know because I was talking about water. And you talking yeah, about water. So and it, it
2: being hydrated, but but a good percentage of the people are
1: dehydrated mm-hmm. because uh. How, what, and here's the question: If if we're like that, how is your brain going to function, right? How are you going to be sharp? Know. I'll tell you this: When I went to basic Stimul- training, stimulants, yeah. But even then, that there ain't a no way that's gonna make you what you clarity like you could have. But I mean, there's obviously more than that. There's sleep, rest, all that stuff. But I'm just using one example of water. And um, what was I gonna say about? Now uh, I can't. I lost my train of thought. Oh, in basic training, uh, there was nothing but water. Right? You no Gatorade, no nothing. They didn't allow anything. It was straight up water. And I was telling somebody. I don't remember who it was talking about what they would do to us every night. And when you have not been drinking water and you start drinking a bunch of it, you're peeing like every 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But when you've been drinking it for a while, four or five days, that goes away because your body acclimates to what it's supposed to have in its system, right? And um, then you just, you're, you're not doing that anymore. But I remember having headaches for like three or four days in basic training, you know, and But I I felt like a freak, obviously, because, I mean, what we're doing, like after two weeks when that stuff cleared out of my body and it was just straight water and I'm drinking at least a gallon a day or more. And obviously we were training really hard. I'm not saying we should just go out and drink a gallon. You know, you got it. They say there's these numbers that you should drink per pound of body weight or whatever. But man, I felt incredible. And what we do every night, we'd have our canteens, which is a quart and I I would, I get so mad about this because you're already exhausted and they'd make you chug that right as you're getting into bed. Everybody would be toeing the line. A whole quart, just chug That'd it. And then to know that everybody did it after you finished every last drop, you'd have to hold it over your head, empty, open, can to prove. It was the same. We had the same ones we used to use when we were hunting oh, long really? years ago, those yeah. plastic ones. yeah. Hold it over your head and he'd walk through, make sure everybody, some people get yelled at because they didn't do it or whatever or they'd turn over and they get chewed out and then we'd all get... You know, push-ups and setups, and yelled at and stuff. And um, anyways, I was, just, I was just like, man, uh, you know, a combination of running all the time, uh, you know, hiking with the back, you know, ruck marches, all that water, eating three meals a day that was clean food. It was just like, man, you feel phenomenal. And people, are, oh, well, you were 24 or 23, whatever. It's like, yeah, okay. There was a part to that. But if I'm doing that right now at 38, what do you think I'm going to feel like? I'm going to feel incredible, you know, plus exercise and all that stuff. So, Well, one of the things
2: probably you want to close, but one thing, this is my personal experience, okay? And I've read a lot about this, but I know it's true for my body, Mm -hmm. is when you get older, uh, actually, I do believe you stay sore longer, Mm -hmm. whereas a young person, they're recovering a Mm -hmm. lot faster, yeah. Uh, there's a supplement big time game changer for me personally uh, uh it's called hmB that's mm. the acronym and uh it helps you recover really fast mm. but I'm just telling you from my perspective that's why I don't usually do I could it could be five six days and I still feel a sore particular mm. muscle that's sore mm. and when I was younger that's not how it was at all
1: okay let me ask you this though because there's a uh, fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers hmm which doesn't really, I'm not using that as an example of soreness, but there's also um, slow gainers and uh, fast gainers. And that's actually a real term uh, physically or biologically. Were you, so let's say if we, let's say me and Thomas work out at two o'clock in the afternoon. By that night, he is sore. Yeah. By the next day, and I kind of never, I didn't say this until that started happening when we first started. I was like, how in the world? There's no way you're that sore that fast. I would not get sore till the end of the next day or end of the second, right? Where you start feeling like, oh, my try is like, oh, you know, are sore. Well, come to find out, that's there's lots of people. Um, Andy is a fast, i and I, I could be saying this backwards, but I think it's a fast gainer. The fast gainers get sore really quick, like that night. And Andy's the same way. So now I was like, wait a minute, there must be something to this. Other guys, oh yeah, second, you know, first day, like twenty-four hours or forty-eight hours later, I'm getting. So under. wonder, do you remember if you were like sore that quick or was it always like the next day or two days after? No, it's usually always twenty-four hours minimum. So yeah, we were we we're kind of on the same. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? That being said, maybe i will talk about that later. But that actually has a lot to do with how you should train out, how you should train, depending on how kind of a. a um, if you're a fast gainer or slow gainer. And there's a there's actual technical term. That doesn't mean you you don't gain muscle fast. It's just there's a terminology to it. I don't know off the top of my head. never heard that term before. Yeah. I'll have to look it up and, and show you. But anyways, just kind of throwing out there uh, stuff that we're doing. And one of the last things that we'll close that I was doing cardio-wise, or am doing, and I think that's the biggest reason why I feel so good and have so much energy right it's now not, is not only the water – eating a little bit better and i'm also getting off sodas energy drinks all that uh but i really don't even drink that much more i was telling mom the other day i haven't really been drinking like i put something on there on instagram every once in a while people think i just drink mountain dews every single day that's not true at all but i'm sure mom and you think that too but (laughs) i drink so much water right now and um it's that combo plus the the um I'm doing lot, tons of jump roping, and we bought this Aqua Training. If you guys like punching a bag, I'm telling you, you got to check out Aqua Training Bag. It is so much better than punching a heavy bag. It's not even funny because not only is it give a little bit, and they say it's the closest thing to hitting a human body, like just that give, but it's a it's a teardrop kind of shape thing. Aqua Training Bag, you can get them on their website, or you can go on Amazon. And I don't know how thick of, of a mill this plastic is that it's in. But you fill it up with water. We bought the 120-pound one. I think it's 19 inches, they call it, and then it's 21 or 120 pounds. And, man, when you hit it, it's just so satisfying. And it, it just, I'm building up my punch. My left arm is obviously not as good as my right. When I throw a punch and just building that up, the dexterity in that arm, you know, it's, I do probably double the punching with my left as my right just to try to build up that strength and to make it not feel like I'm throwing a baseball with my left hand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How you feel if you try to throw and you look all awkward. Oh my goodness. It is I think that's another reason I've lost weight too is that I'm doing that and I don't maybe I should do it more, but I'm doing it three times a week mixed with uh bike. Um and I don't have a regular pillow bike. Uh but I Thomas has that um, stationary bike that I've been doing that and kind of hitch style training. Go hard, hard for like a minute and then back off for 30 seconds and then go hard. We're going to start going uh, to the high school and run stairs. Oh, that's another thing. I I didn't even think of that. Which is actually, Sarah's all, I can't do that because that's hard on my knees. I'm like, no, actually, it's proven stairs, running stairs is actually no stress on your knees. Now, the thing about running down would be, but running up it isn't.
2: Well, see, that's another thing. I'm not running, period. I'm not Mm -hmm. running up or down. Just And down, obviously, you're putting a lot more stress on your knee, in my opinion, but... I'm doing it at the college. That's mm. another thing I do mm. is I usually do that about two times a week is, you know, mm. and when I first started the JC, yeah, uh, you that their biggest, uh, stadium. Yeah. You know, so dude, I couldn't believe how exhausted I was to do, mm. it. you know, you go up, you go down and then you move down, you go up, you go down mm. all the way across. Dude, I was, I was sweating. Smoked. I was tired, mm. but you just, I just told myself, you know, tomorrow I'll go another one and another one. Finally, I got to the point, I started carrying a pack on my uh, back and doing it. Then I started doing it twice. So, you you, you know, if you have especially if you're a mindset, like my age, like, okay, I'm not going to like, like burst my heart because Gramps, you know, he really felt like when he climbed that mountain that time, he was 80 some years old, I believe. And he climbed the mountain and he felt like they were a, he had a hurry well, then he said he felt like something happened to his heart, mm. and that's when he had to have the pig valve put in. Mm. whatever because he he stre- he ended up stressing it. As, yeah. <clears> so <throat> what he did is he had a leak, and so I think it blew it out. And so yeah. I like I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that stupid kind of stuff for me. It, you know, but I'm just going to be able to steadily well, grow it because the heart's like a muscle. You yeah. can grow it. You know. You
1: well. That's the thing is he probably went from cold turkey and did that. Oh,
2: but, totally. Well, know. that's what you're saying. What you're doing. my belief is. Even though you're not crazy focused like you're always doing, you're at least keeping it, those muscles somewhat activated. Mm. It's way better than going cold turkey, stupid, into the gym and doing stupid stuff mm. without having something going on. You know, right. it's constantly keeping yourself a little tuned up, right? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, tuned up and 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 active. That's mm. my big because being a, I mean, being a helicopter pilot, you're truck driving and not like you were before. You're probably obviously you're. When you were driving all the time, there's no way you could be active like you are now. So that, that's another reason you probably feel amazing because a, a sedentary job, like mm-hmm. flying, driving truck or flying a helicopter, it's just like, mm-hmm. there's no way you're, that, I mean, like you said, I can land on the truck, but I'm more flying, I have to be like, keep all my hands and things on the controls. I can't even take one arm off. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I don't know. Well, you know, we probably notice things a little bit better too, like that. But, I don't know, the the whole thing is, like you said, longevity, and I'm not done, I, I, I'll i tell you what I am done with, I am done with trying to be, I so my goal, I hit my goals, my goal was always hit um, 315 on the bench press, my goal was to hit 500 on the deadlift, and 500 on the squat, well, I got to, I can't remember what it was, 455, I think, 465, and that's not that much or whatever, but not, not everybody does that, right? Mm-hmm. But I've always had knee problems since I was in high school, young. And I think it's hereditary, to be honest with you. I know you had major knee problems. And uh, I said, you know what? I don't care anymore about that. I I don't care about that because what it was doing, it's really hard. Back squats are really hard on your shoulders because you're sitting like this and all that weight. And even doing that, I can feel, you know, just like, eh. so I'm going to squat lightly to keep strength in my legs, hamstrings, quads. Um, all you know calves like all uh, uh what else there's inside muscle what's that called i can't remember on the inside of your your quad but <clears throat> i'm going to stay in shape that way but i'd rather it be something to, in shape being active climbing a mountain than i would like oh i you know i did this i don't care about that anymore i still would like to bench more but i'm just not i'm not i don't care about that phase right now i'm wanting to be man i wish i could think of that word it's driving me nuts i should text thomas it's a word that it Whatever you're doing in life, in the gym, cardio-wise, it carries to the real world. You know what I mean? Mm. If I was to, how I can train and run stairs right now, I could go hike a mountain, and I know elevation changes things, but I could be that way and be fine and not cramping up or hurting so bad. the next day, it's a, it's something that carries over in your er- everyday life. Is this a specific training? Like it's not the a, what? It's not a training. It's, it's literally. It's gonna drive me nuts.
2: Well, when I say training, it's a style. Like I'm talking those guys that are pushing the tires, big tires over, pulling things. Kind of, yeah. It's that one, yeah. I can I, I can't think of the name. You know what I'm talking about though, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> and and it um it drives me nuts because usually people listening to this can think of the word and they're yelling at the <laughs> the radio, and I'm always can. you guys always help me out and comment and say what the word I was is by then I always remember anyways too. Well, I mean, think about this. So
2: you're 38 and Thomas is 28. Think about the fact that he's almost six three, and you're somewhere what five eleven. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, everybody's got different body styles, mm-hmm. and probably he's six three, you're five eleven. Mm-hmm. Your arm's shorter than his arm. Mm-hmm. Your arms being shorter, obviously, is going to show muscles bigger for yourself personally. I feel mm-hmm. than somebody that has longer arms. Like I've got, we were long, just talking about that. Though I've see? got longer arms, and you know, unfortunately, my one of the <laughs> weak areas is my wrist, as far as size yeah. wise, you know. Mm.
1: But you know, I'm thankful. It's it's like and you know what that you saying that we just had this conversation yesterday. The difference though between a short arm and a long arm, like say take Barney for instance, yeah. he has the shortest between his elbow and his shoulder yeah, is like, like, like the super short, short, super short. <clears throat> Like you said, we can probably make our arm look bigger quicker than Thomas can because he has a longer bed, a muscle bed, in his bicep or his tricep. But I think Thomas's arms, when he puts on—he can put on less size to me, and his arms look better than mine do, in my opinion, because he's got just that long arm bed— and relaxed or whatever. To me, it looks better when he puts on size than mine do. Because my what and I'm, the reason why I'm saying that is because the the distance between the elbow and the shoulder, that longer bed for that bicep muscle, um, it doesn't look squatty. If that makes sense, yeah, I know what you're saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but ours if, can look just just like a bulk instead of yeah, right. Like, oh man, you know, like that's a that's a bicep, right? You know, I mean, six three is a good height. I like yeah. that. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, um,
2: you're if you was to measure your bicep, mm-hmm. your bicep, like you said, is is closer from your elbow mm-hmm. to your shoulder is closer, right? So I feel like. Reality, your muscle because it is shorter is chances are it's going to be bigger.
1: No, right? I, I yes, I. Yeah, agree so with you. his is I'm stretched saying, out. I'm saying his looks better. in My opinion. Mm-hmm. a longer muscle bed looks better because this can look. He can have more of a cut look because it's longer. Mm-hmm. Mine, it just it can grow, but it's so it's so tight in that thing. I got you. Measurement mm-hmm. wise, okay, yeah. it's bigger, but it don't look the same. Mm-hmm. I think I my personal opinion I like that look better. Because it kind of is more defined. Is she going to be able to get out? Yeah. I don't know. She backed into my truck the other day. No. And she's on the phone. Well, this was like a year ago. But she backed my truck into Travis's truck.
2: Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> Women aren't the greatest. We're all given different things. The beauty is we can customize it to our body. Mm. You know, that was what way works for us. longer than I was planning on doing that. Yeah, but, it seemed oh, like well. it went a little bit. Yeah. So It's hard to not keep going about it. There's so many different yeah. things you could talk about.
1: Probably could cut this in two, to be honest with you, but maybe I'll do that to get more out of it. But appreciate you guys listening in. And um, now, I don't know if you guys knew this. I don't know how many of you listen on Spotify, but you can actually go on there and rate the podcast. So if you want to do that on there too, actually, I know a lot of people must have noticed that because I already have a bunch of ratings and stuff. But um, also let it. No one really answered me, and maybe not this time. Maybe I need to do the beginning of the episode when the majority of people are still listening. Maybe people aren't finishing it, but. Write in um, on Instagram or Facebook Messenger or email. Uh, let us know what kind of um, episodes that you want to hear about, like as far as uh, topics and stuff. Let us know. Also, I have so I'll just let you guys know now. I was kind of trying to keep it on the down low, but that was that's been for three months, and I still haven't done it. But um, Bo Brooks is going to be coming on the podcast. He's for Higdon. He's an incredible caller, duck caller, turkey caller. Turkey season's coming. We got we all know he works for Higdon and Mo Marsh. Uh, Kyle Jones with Diet Bombs is going to be coming on. Um, I got so many people, so many people that are all agreed to coming on uh um uh, oh what's his name? Uh the the chef, the cook that we've had on before that you guys just absolutely loved. Um He's coming back on the podcast. He hasn't been on for a couple of years, unfortunately. I've been kind of slack on that. Uh, oh, if I can remember his name now. He did that book, Duck, Duck, Goose. I just I just had his name, literally, and I just forgot it. But anyways, he's going to be coming on the podcast. And like I said, you guys are probably like, why don't you guys do these when, you know, in the season when it's duck season? But it's the thing is that we're all hunting hard and we're all in this and just we just cannot link up our schedules when i'm not hunting and want to do it you know then uh they're hunting and out doing something traveling so anyways really good guests coming up and i'm getting very organized i really want to get back to two a week so thanks for listening and we'll see you guys on the next one